Welcome back to Two Oceans Vibe. I'm Susanna Kennedy and I'm super excited because in studio today I have Courtney Paul. She is a beagle, which I'm going to tell you guys all about just now. I know a lot of you are going, what is a beagle? Um, I'm, I'm going to introduce her and then she's going to actually tell you guys, what is a beagle? Welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you doing today, Thanks Courtney? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much. What is a beagle? <laughs> Let's You'll start there. <laughs> it is one of the oldest things ever. So, uh, what's important to know is that it's got a lot to do with hip hop. In fact, it's got everything to do with hip hop. So, you would know what a breakdancer is. Yes. So, you would know that the correct term for a breakdancer is a b boy. B boy? No, It's I wouldn't know girl, that. Right? So, so, when I say breakdancer, breakdancer is like the commercial uh... term for it. Um, so, if we're looking for the correct name, it would be breaker. You know, okay. Uh, and then if we're being specific, B-boy, B-girl. B-boy, B-girl. Mm. Okay, so that's, we, that's some of your street cred for the day. That, that's it. It's like you're just going, why, why would you say the whole word? Yeah, Break yeah. dancer. No, just B, guys. B-boy, yeah, B-girl. <laughs> so when did you start dancing? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would say around 11, 12 professionally maybe 16 or 17 wasn't part of the plan i didn't know if i was even dancing if i was even breaking to begin with it kind of just happened by mistake so now 27 um and just getting to live the life of my dreams like your dreams yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely i mean because you've worked with massive brands you've worked with international artists you've worked with the top local <laughs> artists yeah. and um and that is a dancer's dream is to be able to do that but you're not just a dancer you're a choreographer as well that's there's a, there's a few things uh, people are always really confused about this but and i always say if i was a guy would it throw you off like how much i actually do or how many titles do i have to my name i'm literally a dancer choreographer okay cool yeah a dj okay cool okay and cool. i run a business okay cool three things but if i was a guy you'd be like oh my word you know like he is just can do everything but as a girl you're like oh, so many things what else do you want to do you know so do you find that so much really so much i, I suppose I could, because i'm a bit like you i do mm. like a number of different things yeah. it's not i don't just do one thing so I'm, i'm a producer i've got my radio show i've got a tv show i've not? got an online show you know like not? all yeah. of these things <laughs> and people often will say to me what do you actually do like what is there is guys we live in an age where you don't just do one thing yeah. anymore we we live in an I'm age not sure where, where that came from the let's box ourselves let's limit it ourselves comes from our parents generation i guess if the, the opportunity wasn't there granted however mm. if i can excel if i have the capacity to do all these things if i am stable enough mentally emotionally i'm not saying i'm stable but if i am <laughs> to kind of you know do these things as i go then why not you know i'm not asking anybody for anything i'm not saying i'm not asking you to make me the dancer that i am i'm not asking somebody else to make me the dj that i am i'm just saying give me the opportunity and let me show you that If I wanted to do this today and that tomorrow, then so be it. Then you know? so be it. Mm. So so let's go through the different things that you do because yeah. I think that, that <laughs> it is very cool. And I do think it's a hangover effect from our um, parents' generation because they were taught, maybe even their parents' generation. I think it started shifting in our sure. parents' generation already. Mm. Um, but, you know, you were taught you went to school and it was like you pick what you're going to do job, with your stable, whole life and then and you it. live in that job yeah. for like 60 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now you don't. 
don't do that if you're in a job for more than like five years people are like what what's going on why haven't you evolved (laughs) (laughs) so let's chat about so dancing was obviously your first passion so let's start there um what have been some of the highlights of of your dancing career sure oh my goodness um there's been so many and for many different reasons. So it's really hard to say. I think everybody would naturally go to like the big ones. Oh, I was on this tour. I wasn't that. No, for me, it's not really about that. I think every time I get to dance or to travel or to connect with people because of what I do, it's, I can't explain it. It's so mm-hmm. rewarding um, because I get to be myself. Yes. You know, I'm not um, putting on a different cap and hat and, you know, acting a certain way it's really just me and if I get to to travel or to work on accounts or whatever the case is it's really just because I'm being myself and I think that's mm-hmm. the most rewarding thing out of it all so through dance um highlights yeah man uh sure I think one of the biggest moves was moving to Joburg from Durban I just turned 21 not a plan in sight um I was choreographing and dancing for Toya DeLazy, who was massive at the time. We could be in three, four different countries a week. And that was the normal thing, you know? So coming from Durban, where industry is very small, opportunity is a little bit scarce. And then you get to Joburg and you're just like, oh my goodness. What's going on here? Dance can give me. But again, you know, no matter what you kind of achieve, especially in dance, there's so much more, there's so much work to do. Yeah. Because we don't we don't have the kind of dance industry that, for example, you have in LA or you know, we don't have that kind of support here. Mm. So I think that's that's gonna be one of my, my things in life to make sure that this dance thing is not just a hobby because everybody's like, How do you do that yeah. for a living? How do you survive? Like where do you live? Do you live anywhere? Like yes. you know, so um highlight, I would say gigs aside, tours aside, cool campaigns, all that stuff aside, I would say just getting to live and not only survive, but thrive off dance. Thrive and survive off dance. Mm. I suppose because you are essentially living the dream. Are you <laughs> thinking of moving to the States or moving abroad? Or are you wanting to cultivate um, that industry here? Mm. I think it's a mix of both, you know. I've, I've never been opposed to the idea, but I would never do it to run away. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yes. If, if there's an opportunity that presents itself that really ticks every box, then I'm for it. Um, but I wouldn't just go there to kind of feel it out. I would go there with a plan. Um, I think once you get past the necessity of needing to survive off dance and you get to a place where you're like, oh, I'm stable. Yes. So I'm going to do that if I want to. I'm mm. going to travel there if I want to. Then it changes the game completely. For sure. So I think for me, it's always a thing of dancers need to figure out what they want. first. Yeah. Not just dancers, everybody. What do you want out of your career? Not everybody wants to be the club DJ. Not everybody wants to be the radio DJ. You know, just like not everybody wants to be the dancer in the music video, for example. Yes. So I think if I do make the change or make, you know, the trek to another country, it, it would be for a reason bigger than myself. <laughs> um, that Yeah, I get that completely because I know when I first started acting, um, there was um, the industry in South Africa was not a very thriving industry, yeah, yeah. you know, and now there's so many great things happening and there's so much crossover going mm-hmm. on. Um, with DJing, though, there's a lot of crossover going on. I know yeah. a lot of DJs, I know that they travel internationally. Mm-hmm. They are, um, you know, they go to Ibiza for summer <laughs> and play there, you know. Is, and you tell us a little happens, you kind of think it's such an easy thing to do. Why? Because people have put in the work. Yeah. have opened those doors. You know, if you ask people, if you ask people maybe two, three, four years ago, I don't know, like, do you think you could go to 
wow. Ibiza now. Oh, I'm not sure I'd have to do X, Y, and Z first. Yes. You know, but now it just kind of seems like the world is getting smaller and, you know. Things are. Yeah. So, and DJ moments. I mean, I, I see here you, Richard Branson, you did something for Sir Richard yes. Branson. Oh, that was amazing. So he was opening, or well not opening, yeah, just opened a, a Virgin Active in Soweto. Yes, the, I remember that, actually. Nobody who worked there knew that he was coming down. So I was tasked to give him a South African welcome. Nice. So, yeah, it was, quite, it was quite cool. I mean, like I say, I don't, I don't know if having a degree or some form of, you know, normal job would have given me that kind of opportunity. So... Yeah, man, there's always <laughs> really weird but cool things that come out of very, it. Very, very cool. <laughs> so, and your, your DJ style, what, mm. what, kind of, what kind of music are you? I would say, obviously, hip-hop, true to my nature, uh, but I cross over quite a bit. African influence is a big deal for me. But more than anything, I think I just love music, man. So, mm. obviously, where I'm playing, the crowd I'm playing to all plays a factor. But, yeah, that's why I think I made the journey from dancer to, to, to. It's because, like... Uh, generally moved by music so yes. if i like it you know and there's another way for me to express what i enjoy then then why, then not? why not yeah what, do you have a favorite hip-hop song <laughs> wow like, like, <laughs> as a dancer do you have a favorite move or like as a radio host do you have a favorite word <laughs> uh, yeah I do you? <laughs> but i've got a collection of yeah, words so i suppose me, oh, it depends um i can listen to some really weird music uh, <laughs> but also loved all the commercial like top 100 stuff you know so yes oh, but also really like nigerian a good music. classic oh, anything by eve Eve. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, who's that girl is a favorite for me. Ah, uh, yeah. I wonder if we've got that. <laughs> Could be anything. No. Nah. Oh, you actually don't find it. Don't have it? Okay, nah. let's see. Uh, oh, it, wait, it, we've got Who's That Girl by Madonna. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't not think quite, Not quite that's, the same I thing. I know I like a lot of music. I don't think that's got up my alley. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think that it is. Uh-uh. Um, but okay, so we are. You have just joined Fee from um, People Have Influence. In fact, mm. you've been working with Fee for a while. Um, how important is it to have someone like Fee in your life? Because mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you you say that you're living the dream, but yeah. in order to be able to live the dream and not be homeless, <laughs> you know, and actually make a living, yeah. we do actually need people like Fee mm -hmm. around, you know, and people have influence. So, how has working with her assisted you? So, I think I think uh, with the living the dream and all these other things that come with it, it, it sounds almost like you just kind of fall into it, mm. which is far from it. The work has to be done. Um, the validation behind yourself, your brand, all these things need to fall into play before you even thinking about having somebody that represents you. So why fee, for example, is so important is because a lot of people fall into these positions, but they don't know how to navigate the business side of music, entertainment, yes. influencing brands, campaigns, whatever comes with it, you know? So I think I think it's important to have somebody that understands the needs from both sides and make sure that you're covered. You know, I know too many artists, dancers, DJs, whatever you want to call it, to kind of make it, and the next thing fall off, and you hear how they're homeless and they don't have money for this, and you know. Yes. So I think it's cool to make sure that you have somebody that understands the industry and can just make sure that you 
represented and looked after. And looked after, yeah. yeah. I think it's so important. I think the way that she's constructed things has been really, really, really it's also great. It's different, you know. It's not, it's not your conventional job. A lot of people won't understand how this works or yeah. what it even is. So again, somebody that can kind of justify what you do, show them the numbers and have it make sense. Then it's you great. Know? Yeah. And so, so in your, I mean, you've got a very varied career and you've obviously had lots of different career highlights and, and cool things that have happened to you. Is there something, is there a big dream still? Like, is there something that you are visualizing and going, ah, that's, that, that's, the, that's the next big thing that I'd like to do? Somebody uh, you'd like to work with, for hmm. instance, like some really cool um, you know, artist that you'd like to work with or a really cool brand that you'd like to work with? I think, um, sure, so much. I'm, I'm a bit of a serial planner, so I kind of have my life figured out for the next 500 years. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, in terms of branding right now, I've just signed to Essex Tiger. I'm awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So for me, that was a massive one for me. Um, dabbled with a few brands here and there but never found the right fit so this for me is definitely the right fit um made sure that everything was how i needed it to be for myself um because the struggle with being a female in a hip-hop industry or being a, a beagle in a in a male dominated space as much as i hate that until it's normal we will we will keep needing to have these conversations so the thing with finding partners or affiliations in my kind of career is that there is no success story yet yes. that is specific to what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's about kind of forging that path and hoping that you mm -hmm. have enough support to kind of make something. So the next goals that come about, it's a little bit easier, I'm yes. hoping. So that's a big dream of mine. It's just, I want to say normalize. I want to say equalize. I want to mm. say open doors because... Like I said, I could tell you today that tomorrow I plan on doing X, Y, and Z, and tomorrow I'll wake up and my plan has changed. Yes. So my dream is to make sure that I'm never boxed in by anything and to make sure that girls aren't growing up being told who they can be, how they can be it, and, you know, all that jazz. It's so important. <laughs> it's so, so, so important. I feel like you and I could have a really great chat mm. about <laughs> the true definition of feminism because yeah. um, I think that there is a very large misconception of what feminism at is because mm. men think that feminism is women going that men are less than mm. um, and that and beat down the man and it's so not that it's mm. just equality it's just you know allowing women miss, to yeah, is, is, you know is, have what men also have equal pay equal yeah. rights equal um, respect opportunities and just opportunities yeah, the, yeah the absolutely the moment like from birth the moment somebody says it's a girl it's a boy we've already given them mm. this preconception of what this person needs to be how they need to behave um, how they need to react to certain situations you know for example if I was a guy and I had 16 girlfriends I would be that guy yes. if I was the girl with 16 boyfriends I would be that girl mm. you know so it's really just about changing the mindset as we go. Um, but again, it's years and years of conditioning. And I think it's going to take a lot of time. But um, slowly we'll but get surely, there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, I have loved having you in <laughs> studio. You so Hopefully, I'll get to have you in studio again at some point. <laughs> yeah. And we can chat about, maybe you need to come on and we can actually have this have discussion. This yes, yeah. have this the conversation. Is, like, I wouldn't even say that I'm this radical feminist. I don't think so. But what I do believe when fighting for males to kind of see your point is that um, 
privilege never gives up its power. Mm. So um, if we need to look kind of whiny and, you know, then so be it. Well, <laughs> you know, it's all about um, helping, like you say, forging the way for something different to come. Yeah. Uh, we have run out of time <laughs> and um, we do need to go into music, but thank you so much for You're coming welcome. in. It was Pleasure. so great to have you and I wish you all the best. Thank you.